Thanks, Eric. Morning, everybody. Great to see you this morning. Really lovely to see you and to welcome you to Bethel in the name of the Lord Jesus. And as we celebrate this morning, as we begin to think about Christmas, I want to read to you a few verses from the start of Luke chapter 2 in the Bible. And it tells us all about how the birth of Jesus came about. It says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Well, let's pray uh, together as we begin. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can come together this morning and we can celebrate the good news of Christmas. We can be reminded that there really was a baby who was born, uh, the Lord Jesus, and we thank you that we have that uh, written down for us uh, in history. And we pray that as we think about that this morning, that you would encourage us and that you would help us uh, to believe that for ourselves. We pray that you would help us as we sing, help us as we Listen, uh, we ask, Lord, that you would help us to uh, really think about the true meaning of Christmas today. So we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Morning. Our second reading this morning is taken from the book of Luke, and we're reading from verses 8 to 20. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which was just as they had been told. Amen. Ah, great to see you uh, this morning. Thanks so much for coming up the front and helping me and helping all of us this morning to think 
about the first Christmas. Now, I wonder if you were listening really carefully to what Rodri was reading for us there. Did you hear, who were the first group of people that was mentioned in, in that reading? Who was the first group of people that we were thinking about? The shepherds. Okay, so here we've got them. Look, we've been building this week by week. One week three of Advent, because how long away until Christmas Day? A man who has been on the calendar every week. Seven days. A week tomorrow. There's the shepherds with the sheep there. A week tomorrow, it's Christmas Day. Now, what are shepherds? Here's a clue for you. What, what are shepherds? What, 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 do, what do shepherds do? They look after their sheep. And what sound does a sheep make? We've been practicing this for a couple of weeks. And... Uh, <laughs> Ali, do you want to help us out? What noise does a sheep make? See, that's how it's done. We'll get there. But fantastic. Now, shepherds look after their sheep, and they were out on the hillsides in the dark. And do you know, in those days, if you were a shepherd, it wasn't thought to be a very good job. Lots of people, they didn't like shepherds. It wasn't the kind of job that lots of people wanted to do. It was really sad that people thought like that. So... On that first Christmas, the shepherds were the first people, weren't they, to hear about the birth of Jesus. Now, if you were a shepherd, how do you think you'd feel if, if you were told that? If you were out on the fields and you thought, oh, not many people like me, it's, you know, it's, life is, is hard and you're out on, on the edges. And then you get to be told that, some of the best news in all the world, and you're the first people to hear it, how are you going to feel? Jumping for joy. Jumping for joy? Really good. Yeah, anything else? Yeah. How, how would you feel? Excited. Right, so exciting, isn't it? Because you've got to hear about this wonderful news of Christmas. And here's a, here's a good question. If people thought like that about shepherds, that they, they wasn't the best job in all the world, but God, he chose them, to, to tell them, the first people, about uh, Christmas. What does that tell us about the Christmas message? What does that tell us about what we read this morning? If God has chosen these poor lowly shepherds to, to be the first people to hear all about Christmas, what does that tell us about the Christmas message? God has come to save us all. Exactly, all of us. The message of Jesus is for everybody, not just for those of us on the front row this morning, but those in the back row, those sat upstairs. It's for all of us here this morning. Christmas is for all of us. Now, we think a little bit about who the messengers were in, in a little while, but can you remember, what was this sign that, that the shepherds were told? You've got to go and look for something. Can you remember what they were told they had to go and look for? Baby in a, in a manger, and they were, to be, they were going to be wrapped, wrapped in cloths, weren't they? They were going to be wrapped up in, in what? Where were they going to be found? In the stable. Yes, and in the manger. Yeah, in a manger, in a feeding trough, where animals would have, have their hay and their, their straw. That's where they were going to find the baby Jesus. So, these messengers, they, they leave the shepherds, don't they? And, and what do the shepherds do then? What did, what did they do? Once, once they'd heard this message, 
What, what happened next? They ran off. They went really quickly. Where did they go to? What was the name of the town? Bethlehem. Bethlehem, Bethlehem yeah? Bethlehem. They run to Bethlehem. They go really, really quickly. And do they find Jesus? Yes. They do find Jesus. Absolutely. And, and where was he? In a manger. Just as they said, exactly. Just as they said, it really happened. They were told to go to Bethlehem and you'll find this baby and he'll be in a manger. And that's exactly what happened. Now, once they've gone to the stable and they've seen the baby Jesus, what do they do after that? They, were, they ran to go tell all their friends and family. You've been revising, haven't you? I think that's what's excellent something. Thank you. They went and told everyone so their friends their family even strangers that they would have just bumped into in the streets at that time of night they'd have said you never guess what you never guess who we've met we've just met jesus and he's the the best news in all the world at that first christmas we get the best news in all the world and they went and the bible tells us people were amazed do you find christmas amazing hands up if you find christmas amazing Christmas is amazing, isn't it, right? Not just because of the presents and some of the food we'll have later, but because Jesus has come. And those people who heard that the first Christmas, they were amazed. They were just astounded at how good that Christmas, uh, first Christmas news was. So here's what's really important for us. Okay? They listened, didn't they? The shepherds were told this message and they listened to God's messengers, right? They heard what what they were told and they listened to what God had to say to them and they obeyed it. They listened to it and they went really quickly, they ran as fast as they could all the way to Bethlehem because they wanted to see, they wanted to meet the baby Jesus. And so, what I want us to take away from this first little bit is this. All of us need to listen. We need to listen to that first message of Christmas. We need to listen to what God says to us. In the Bible, we have it there for us, recorded uh, from history. We need to listen to the real meaning of Christmas from all those years ago. So important that all of us do that, from the youngest of us to the oldest of us. We need to listen to what happened in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. And we're going to think about what that message was in a little while, but... But before we do that, I'm going to pray and ask that God would help us as we continue this morning to listen and then we'll sing another song. Let's pray. (coughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you for this time of year that is so amazing. Uh, We can enjoy so many good things. We can enjoy food and presents and time with friends and with family. But we thank you most of all for the message of Jesus and that it is for all of us here this morning. It's for every single one of us. And we pray that you would help us to listen to that first Christmas message, uh, the true meaning of Christmas. Help us to listen to it this morning and to obey what it says, that we'd be so amazed at who you are and all that you've done for us at that first Christmas time. So continue with us and help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Rick mentioned earlier that tomorrow evening at half five, the uh, Monday Club will be uh, having their nativity uh, service. You're really welcome to come if you're free at half five tomorrow to see that. But this morning, we're getting a little sneak peek 
Think of it as the matinee, uh, if you will. So if you're in uh, Monday Club, uh, if, you're gonna, if you'd like to come down to the front, because I know you've been practicing a couple of, of songs, and you're going to do two of those for us uh, this morning, and then you've got a verse that you've been learning to share with us uh, as well. So we're going to sing uh, A Baby's Going to Be Born, I think is the first song. We're going to, you're going to sing uh, for us. And Rhiannon's here, and uh, she knows the songs better than I do, so she'll uh, help you out with the words uh, as well. Thank you so much, everyone. You can go and take a seat. That was fantastic. You've given us a little flavour of what's to come tomorrow. 
And later on, I'm going to be using that verse to help us to think more about the, the meaning of, of Christmas. That's giving you a little flavour. If you're free tomorrow at half five, uh, come along, have a cup of tea and mince pie and uh, free nativity uh, for us. Now, I won't ask you to come back out again. You can help me from where you're sat. That song was giving us the song of who? Who's the other group of people in, in this part of the Christmas story we haven't thought about yet? Who, who haven't we thought about? Yeah, Jesus is, the, is absolutely the main person when it comes to the Christmas story. The angels, that's right. Thank you, James. The angels, they came with a message to the shepherds. And we thought, haven't we, about how the shepherds listened? They listened to what the angels came to say, and they went to Bethlehem, and they found the baby Jesus. But what do the, the angels in this story, once they, they'd done that... They brought this, this, good, uh, this good news. Mary and Joseph, they're there, and all the shepherds come and visit them. And by the end of our story, there's loads and loads of angels. One comes at the start to announce this news, and then loads and loads and loads of them come to sing that wonderful, wonderful song. Now, what kind of news is it that the angel brought? Do you know what, what kind of news it was? Good news. Can I get a thumbs up for good news? It doesn't matter how old we are here this morning. We could be in school, or maybe school was a long time ago. We're living in a world that's got so much bad news in it, and so much sad news in it, and it can get us down, and we can be sad, and things can uh, be hard for us. And so we need good news, don't we? All of us need good news, whoever we are. And Christmas gives us good news. There's never been good news like this ever before. And here's the news that was given to uh, the uh, shepherds uh, there by the angels that uh, day. The good news was this. Today, your saviour was born in David's town. He is Christ the Lord. Shall we say that good news together? That's how good this news is. Let's say it. Today, your saviour was born in David's town. He is Christ the Lord. This is the good news of Christmas. This is what Christmas is really all about. Presents are good and decorations are good and food is really good. But most of all, this is the good news of Christmas. So the angel comes and says this to the shepherds. A saviour has been born. Now, who knows what a saviour is. Who knows what a saviour is? What might a saviour be? Sumter, what? Someone who's come to save us. Thank you. And so to help us think about this, I've got a picture for us. Anyone know what that is? What's that? A boat. It is a boat. In particular, it's a... Oh, yeah, go on. A lifeboat. Thank you very much. A lifeboat. Anybody, have you ever been down to Mumbles and seen, seen the lifeboats? You've been to the lifeboat station? Yeah, you can't, you can't walk out there at the moment, I don't think. The pier's closed. But once you've had your Joes, which you must do, you then go down to the end of the pier and you see uh, the lifeboat. And you can, if you're, well, not lucky enough really, but sometimes you can see it launch. And why might it launch? Why might it go out to sea? It doesn't just go for the fun of it, does it? Why does it go out to sea? Right, exactly, to save people. And if the lifeboat decided, I'm just going to stay in my lifeboat station where it's nice and warm, would those people out at the sea survive? 
No. So the lifeboat's really important, isn't it? If they're going to be saved in, in the sad circumstances they're in, out at sea, if they're going to be rescued, then the lifeboat has to be launched. The lifeboat has to go. So I want you to think, when you think of the word saviour, I want you to think of a lifeboat. I want you to think that that is a picture of who Jesus is and what he's come to do. Because Jesus being a, a saviour or a rescuer means that he is like a lifeboat for us. And that's because all of us, we all need rescuing. All of us, even the grown-ups here, the oldest of us, however long we've been alive, all of us need saving. All of us need rescuing. All of us, uh, whoever we are, need to be saved. Say, from what you might ask? Well, all of us, no matter who we are, we've all done things we regret. We've all done things wrong. We've said wrong things. We've thought wrong things. We've not been nice to our brothers and sisters. We've not been nice to our parents or our grandparents. We've maybe told lies that we shouldn't have. All of us have done things that we shouldn't have done. All of us, in some way, we don't listen to God and his ways. And so that's why we need rescuing. And so that's why I was so glad when I found out you were going to be telling us about this verse earlier that you, you'd remembered so well from Monday Club. And this verse we had said this, that the Father sent his Son to be the Saviour of the world. So that word Saviour is the same word, isn't it, that the angels came and, and told the shepherds about. They said a Saviour's been born, and the Bible tells us elsewhere that God sent his Son, Jesus, to be the Saviour of the world. Jesus came to be our rescuer. He came into this world, and all of us are living in this world, obviously, this morning, and Jesus has come for, for you and for me. Jesus can be for you this morning. Jesus was born to be our rescuer, and he grows up, and he lives a life where he never did anything wrong. He was never mean to his brothers and sisters. He always listened to his parents. Everything he did was perfect, and yet Jesus comes into this world and he dies on a cross he dies there for all the wrong things that you and I have done you know I needed rescuing this isn't just me saying this is something for you this is something that was for me I needed rescuing all of us needed rescuing and there was a day in my life when I knew that Jesus had come to rescue me and he'd come to be my king and to be my saviour and that's because Jesus is the one who's in charge. He's, he's the Lord. And in Jesus, at that first Christmas, the Lord, the King, he comes. He comes for you. He comes for me. Jesus has come to rescue us, to be our saviour. And you know, there are lots of things in this world that are hard for us to understand, even uh, not just for children, but for us grown-ups too. There are things that are hard for us to understand, things going on in our world, things going on in our lives that are difficult. But if you're a Christian, you know the one who's in charge of it all. You know Jesus, the one who is the Lord, the one who's the rescuer, the one who's come into this world to, to put all things right, ultimately. And I can trust him, and I can know him, and I can follow him, and I can know that he's always there for me, no matter what comes. Because Jesus is the Lord, he's the king, he is the saviour. That's not just something that's true for me today, it can be true for you as well. You can know uh, this Jesus for yourself. All of us can know this Jesus as our uh, rescuer. You can know him as your friend, and my hope and my prayer for, for all of us here this morning 
And for this Christmas and for always, it's that you'd know the real meaning of Christmas. You'd know that Christmas is all about a saviour. It's all about Jesus, that he's come to be your rescuer this morning. I wonder if you know that. Is Jesus your rescuer? Do you know him? Do you love him? Do you trust him? Is Christmas all about Jesus for you? I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Jesus. We thank you that he is good news. He is the best news in all the world and how we need good news this morning. Uh, Lord, we thank you that Jesus is our rescuer and we're sorry for all the wrong things we've done and we thank you that Jesus can rescue us from those things. Please, would you help us to trust in him, that he came for us and that we can know him as our rescuer and as our king. We pray that you'd help us to know that this Christmas time. In Jesus' name. Amen.